Hey there, my name is Hugo Prince. I'm the host of the Road to the IPQ, Le Podcast des Entrepreneurs Aguerri. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate Um, I also want to let you know that the podcast, Road to the IPO, is not available in all the other platforms. iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And please, please, rate the podcast on iTunes. Leave a comment. A comment. Let me know if it's good. And thank you. Let's start the show. Today, podcast is going to be in English. And by the way, before the, the start of the podcast, I just want to thank uh, Nicolas de Maria because before I forget, from uh, production, production modus operandi, he's always there, the cameraman, cameraman. If you like the, the sound and the videos of the podcast, you can always contact Nicola. I'm going to put the links on the description. And also, by the way, I'm, I'm starting, I'm separating my content. I used to do, I, I do a French podcasting in Spanish. I'm going to start doing podcasts in Spanish. I'm going uh, to separate all the contents. So I'm doing English, French, and Spanish. So... Today podcast, people, um, I have the great pleasure to be on the basement of uh, one of my favorite rock and roll, rock and roll bands, The Unfound. The Unfound was founded in 2017. They play emotive, powerful, and rhyming rock and roll. So it, the members are composed from uh, Alberto Dinofrio, Benjamin Morrison, Jeremy Grippo, and Matthew Grippo. So, hey guys, how's it going? Good. Pretty good. Pretty All right. Good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you to be on the show. Um, so we're going to start. Can you guys introduce yourself? What type of instrument do you play and what's your favorite band? How do we start? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, my name is Ben Morris. Yes. Um, oh, I am the singer. I also play guitar. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite band. Well, that's a hard question. Oh, yeah. So right now my favorite band is the Smiths. Okay. But Uh, you could ask me again tomorrow and I might say something else. But today is the Smith. Yeah. The Smith is today. All right. <laughs> so Alberto. My name is Alberto D'Onofrio. I'm a lead guitar. And my favorite band is uh, Kiss. Kiss. And I also love uh, Rush. They're kind of like two and two on the same level. Yeah. Uh, and like Ben, like so many bands I listen to that it's hard to categorize and put together. But like, yeah, Kiss and Rush. That's it. Just Those are like my two if I have to choose. All right. Yeah. Jeremy? Um, I'm Jeremy. Jeremy Grupo and uh, I'm the drummer. I have to say my favorite bands right now are Our Lady Peace, Muse, Rush. All right. That's it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> For now. <laughs> That's it. Every age keeps changing every day. All right. Next one. Uh, my name is uh, Matthew. Yeah. And, uh, I play bass. And lately I've been listening to a lot of Muse. Let's say the Our Lady Peace. All right. Same I, thing as Jeremy. I, I, I made a mistake with, uh, with, uh, I made a mistake with Benjamin. Is I say Morrison, but it's Morrison. It is, yeah. It is. I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We all make mistakes, okay? Of course. All right. So I just want to say that um, uh, this is the first time on the podcast that there is a second time guest, and Jeremy came to. Uh, he did a podcast with me. Episode three, for those that want to go and listen to the podcast, you can go uh, to the IPO, Jeremy Grippo, number three. And I remember we talked about all of this. Remember yeah, we, we talked about the introduction to the band. Yeah, we talked about the band, we talked about friendship. And I just want to go back there because a lot of stuff changed, my man. So now you, <laughs> I remember you were, you were recently funding the fun and you were talking about why do you want to become a musician. So what changed since the last podcast? Well, things got a lot more serious. Mm -hmm. As a band, we released our first single. 
Yes. And uh, we've been playing better and better shows and have been developing as a band. And we're getting our distinct sound. And things have been getting going good since then. Yeah, because I remember we talked about it and a lot of stuff happened, you know, remember when you went to um, an audition and they told you, they told you that you weren't, uh, you weren't good enough. Well, that was when I was younger. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of stuff changed. But I just want to talk also, how do you guys meet each other? Because I know Jeremy and Matthew, they're my good friends. Uh, it's been almost 10 years we know each other. But I just want to know how you guys met each other. We can start with Alberto. How do you meet the Agrippos? Well, I was on, uh, it's on Craigslist. <laughs> Actually, for real, it's on Craigslist. Um, I really wanted to start a band uh, to find someone to play with and Jeremy as well. He had put a post, I had put a post looking for bandmates, drummers, uh, yeah. singers. Um, he had put a post uh, looking that he wanted to join a band. He actually wanted to play keyboards. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Long time ago. So, <laughs> so I, I messaged him. I'm like, hey man, like, like I really wanna, I really wanna start a band. Like, and he's a keyboardist, and I wanted to do like space rock yeah. at the time. So I was like, okay, that could be cool. Is that how bands meet on Craigslist? What? Yeah. All, all bands meet on Craigslist. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. All of them. Yeah. yeah. The Beatles don't Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, come on. <laughs> it's true. No, but for real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you guys, you guys, Jeremy, Matt, remember you guys have. Uh, have you pass some no you then you guys meet after that so uh yeah I, at that point i had like a a singer on board but yeah. he's uh he's not here anymore <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's for the next story I but had, like I, uh, had, I had him killed um <laughs> so uh we met uh, we just uh, got together okay. at the at the peel uh, food court and we all sat together and he brought uh, matt along Said, let's start a band, and three days later, after New Year, we uh, we had our first rehearsal. And then became a drummer. And he became and a drummer. Name yeah. Changed to yeah. The drummer. Yeah. Our first meeting, he said he wanted to be a drummer. Okay. So <laughs> already a good. Uh, it's very talented. <laughs> he's, he's yeah. Switch like that. So you guys, have, you guys have like, like a, a lot of uh, before meeting, and then you got other singers before that, huh? Uh, we had uh, we had once one singer, but like just like for like three kind of like practices it just wasn't good it didn't work out it, it didn't the, work out there was no chemistry just good guy and everything but like uh, it just didn't work out then we had uh we had a uh, few more auditions after that then yeah there was, there was also no chemistry we couldn't find somebody that was good like with, for us uh, with fit, us and that, that was good and, and that was good for them also you know okay yeah it just didn't work like we knew it right away like during the rehearsals and uh how, how do you how do you guys feel that it's not the right people the right person the right guitarist the right well it's it's just like um you feel you feel it it's like it's, like it's like being on a bad date yeah, yeah. it's a gut a gut <laughs> a gut instinct it's like you can't visualize yourselves being like on stage with this guy all right further especially when he's like smashing my guitar with his microphone during auditions that's happening so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that i put my guitar down i'm like okay break and these guys knew it's like okay, okay right. so after like having that type of singer um you were trying you were looking for another one and that's when you how do you meet ben so uh another cool story <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. uh we were actually working at the same uh job Okay. Um, at the yeah. same company. I mean, what type of company? 
Sorry? <laughs> what type of company? Uh, it's a media company. Yeah, publishing. Uh, yeah, media and publishing company. Yeah. I don't really want to say the name because okay. it's not worth promoting. Um, <laughs> but uh, like uh, we were in totally different uh, sections. Like I never had spoken to him. No. I barely even saw him. No, if like anything, we, I just saw him like walk across the room with a coffee or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we had a big kitchen. It was like stocked for the stuff. Okay. So you just see each other like move past. He was always playing ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing ping pong. Yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> playing guys, ping pong every day. You saw each other but never really talked. No, no, yeah. hardly ever. I don't think I ever after those. He, he was in a different department, like yeah. literally like different parts of the, the, the office. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was even a division between us. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So um, one day uh, they were going out to him and his team were going out for a full lunch yeah. for full. And I happened to know like one of the guys on their team from playing ping pong. And um, he had invited me last minute. <laughs> so that's how you made your singer. Well, not uh, ping pong. Well, no, 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 it's not. The story's not done yet, Hugo. <laughs> so uh, he. he uh, they invited me for lunch, so I went in, inside uh, the car, and he was in the car as well. It was yeah. me, some guy, and him, and we were literally in the same car, but did not say a word to each other. Then we we go out. Uh, we're I'm I'm having fall. I'm just eating by my like eating like like quietly, and I just overhear him saying like, "Yeah, I was in a band, and I was I was a singer down yeah. in the UK." I'd, I'd, I <laughs> I I stopped their conversation. I was like, "Wait, uh, <laughs> you're a singer." Yeah. And you play guitar <laughs> and you were in a band and you're from the UK. <laughs> and the other guy was just like completely quiet. <laughs> so I was like, because this is like after three months, four months of like bad auditions, bad, like bad times. The dark, yeah. We call it the dark days. <laughs> Winter storms. <laughs> yeah, wind How storms. many singers did you guys pass in the, in the audition? I'd How many? Like one, three, three, three four. We had three, four in person, but like yeah. the ones that they sent us demos. A lot of uh, applications, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you guys, you got- There was the, nothing that fit our style. So yeah. all the guys that you, that you passed in addition were from Craigslist? No, not <laughs> Craigslist, <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, some Craigslist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We figured maybe it could work again, but didn't. Um, yeah, so uh, it was uh, during, after that lunch, he had sent me a track from his old band okay. and uh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. I invited him for an audition. Uh, not audition. Uh, I hate calling it that because it was so like magical. It was like it was like rehearsal, like come jam with us kind of thing. It was yeah. just a jam. Yeah, yeah, it's just How, a jam. So Ben, what was your first reaction when you saw a guy coming to you and are you playing the band? Um, what was my reaction? I think excitement because I was like, oh, cool. Because yeah. I didn't realize that Alberto was a musician. Okay, like, so and. Uh, but it was quite quick to point out that he, they were looking for a singer. So I was like, yes, because I had just moved to Canada. Are you just recently? Yeah, I was. I think I'd been in the country for about six months at that point. Okay. So, so for me, I was looking for guys to jam with anyway. Yes. So it was like, well, this is great. So you played music in, in the UK? Yeah. yeah, for years. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that because you're from the UK. Sorry, can I just add well, that okay. two weeks later, two weeks later, he quit. I quit. Yeah, and then the job. Yeah, and then the job. I thought you said he quit the job. No, 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 no. He quit. He quit the job. He quit the band. He came back. And then four weeks later, I had quit as well. So it's like, if it would have been two weeks later, like it would have been. It would never happen. This podcast would not be happening. I know. I know. That was like destiny. You guys met, and then it was. Yeah, it was. All right, that's cool. 
Let's go back to the question. Yeah. So yeah. you're from the UK. You so you play in a band for a long time. Yeah, since I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. Various bands. Well, <laughs> one really with various different people in it. In it. <laughs> so you always you were always the singer in the. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I was briefly in another band in Australia, where I was the, the just the rhythm guitarist. Okay, so you you travel like in a lot yeah. of countries. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I was. Um, I've been. A, I've always been a singer. Very more or less. Yeah. So just let's talk about it because uh, I know there is a lot of rock and roll bands that come from the UK and they have a lot of they left a lot of legacy mm -hmm. in, from that country, like the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. So what what do you think about the legacy of the of UK of British rock, rock and roll? Rock and roll. British, yeah. Um, I mean, it's well, it's massive. Yes. Clearly, like, I mean, it's. I, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 like ingrained into the DNA of rock music. Yes, like British British rock, like like British like like the Beatles and uh, like um, Rolling Stones. Yeah, the Rolling Stones and uh, like Cream and people yes. like that, like Hendrix. You know, like Hendrix is American, but he 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 was sort of formed within like, In the UK. like yeah, his British. sound like developed within the British scene. He loved yes. the British scene, which is why he came over to it. Um, uh, I think uh, it was, well, yeah, it was like British musicians. They were basically kids that just loved like American, like blues yes. and soul music. And they just kind of wanted to make their own version of it. Okay. So and, like, took it to the next level. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> necessarily say that, but they made something new. Yes. And right. like, well, in, in terms of like rock and roll, yeah. Like they were listening to Elvis, Buddy Holly. Yeah. And, and they like, yeah, they, 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 they sort of. <laughs> Englishified it, <laughs> and yeah, and they have like Black Sabbath as well. And yeah, people like like it's sort of these the guys who were like working in factories, and they were like like that kind of went into this the sound like heavy metal was like born there, and like okay. the sort of English industrial working working towns. So rock and roll comes from uh, yes, rock and roll has the British. I mean, British got a lot of an impact on 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 rock and roll. But I'm just gonna ask you, what do you guys think does the American rock and roll is better than British rock and roll? <laughs> no, it's not better. No, it's no. not better. No, I mean, it's different. Like, it's way different. I think like British rock was really important. Like, I don't think it, it, American rock and roll would be what it is now without like what happened yeah. in Britain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they take okay. a lot from it. Yeah. All right. So they take yeah. a lot from it. Basically, British. what was happening in the States, in American rock, like Elvis and Buddy Holly, let's say, it went to the to Britain. They made it something new out of it, and they and brought it that back. back to the states. But then it happens again, and like something yeah. new happens in America, and then it gets brought back into, like sort of like with like Nirvana yes. in the nineties, okay. and then like uh, Pixies, and then they that was then brought back into the UK, and like Radiohead came out of that, and then like that goes back and forth. It's like a, a circle of influence. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like comes the, back and forth. Yeah. Both countries are really important. Yeah, they like, import, they import yeah, they're they're the important on the history of rock and roll, but. Is there any any other country that that really has this huge legacy for rock and roll? Like any other? You know, I, mean, I think like America deserves like top spot. Yeah, and obviously nothing would never have happened without America. Like, yeah. Canadian Canadian rock thrives off uh, British rock. Like, I mean, Canadian rock has very influenced. Canada has it has a huge a huge footprint in in, this, in the story, definitely. And I, because yeah. I'm sort of. <laughs> a lot of like music and bands I didn't realize were Canadian before I like moved oh, yeah. to Canada. All right, but I also yeah. think I also think that the um, the Finland is within rock and roll. I I think it's more like heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Germany, Finland, yeah. Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. If we were if we were a metal band, we'd probably be talking about <laughs> yeah, like, that... Europe more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All those heavy metal fests and everything. Yeah. We're like biased. So you guys, <laughs> do you guys own. get a lot of inspiration from uh, British uh, rock and roll bands? I'd say yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, personally, I love I love the Rolling Stones. I love yes. the Beatles. Uh, I mean, yeah, everyone. Yeah, I'm sure everyone gets yeah. inspiration from them, yeah. one way or another. Right. I love the birds. Uh, yeah, I love those guys. Yeah. Um, Royal Blood. Royal Blood. But that's that's, that's the Royal Blood. Yeah. Like they're a little bit more new. Yeah. But uh, I mean, the other, because in the nineteen seventies, we all know that rock and roll was booming. Like rock and roll was the music. Nineteen seventies, like nineteen yeah. sixties, yeah. nineteen seventies. Rock and roll was the big thing. Mm-hmm. So we all know that a lot of bands came from. Right now, a lot of bands came from that time, that inspiration they got from that time, you know. So I, I thought that you, you guys also really get inspired by those kind of bands. Well, we do. Yeah. We, we're very influenced by those bands, but it's like we're, take, we're looking at the future. Right. Yeah, we don't want to sound like them. We don't want to be like a band. Like the 60s and 70s were 60s and 70s, but now yeah. it's, we're entering 2020. Yeah. It's a whole new decade, new century. Yeah. Sure. It's like, how can we push it? How can we sound like the What's band next? of today, the band of tomorrow? Like, yeah, we wanna we wanna have that modern that modern sound, and of course we're influenced by the past, but we don't want to sound like them. We don't want to like look like them, you know? Okay. Yeah. Right. What do you think about Matthew? You didn't say that. Well, we want to sound different from everybody else. Yes. We have a different sound, our own style. Okay. But that, that's what everyone says. They only new bands. They want to sound differently. No. They want to make uh, they want to make an impact, yeah. and what what's good with you guys because you have a lot of qualities, and I know that Alberto he also is a he's a filmmaker. He yeah. do movies. Yeah. How do you deal with the band in the movies? Uh, well, for me, it goes hand in hand because I mean, uh, it's definitely so- something where I have like full flexibility and control over, mm-hmm. like in terms of like I mean, when I make movies and I work on my filmmaking stuff, it's not like a nine to five thing. It's like okay. uh, it's like you know, as, as music is, it's it's like every day kind of all thing and all around the clock. So I'm able to juggle it and I get filmmaking for me is like a, th- a kind of catharsis of like letting out like my emotions of like what I want on, on screen. But for music, it's like letting it out. But like, you know, like on the spot I go yes. and I jam and I play out a riff. It's it's there. It's like in the moment Okay. where I was filmmaking, there's like more of a process. So it's like it, it gives me like what I want like emotionally like to like give out and everything it's just like a different different way of uh of uh the different processes and everything so for me juggling it it's 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 a it's a fun uh it's it's something that that i'm able to do pretty pretty easily actually like those two fits you know they they, yeah they're in the industries that are the same like cinema and music or the artists you know well yeah and also it's like uh we need like when we need a music video, I'm able to, you know, direct it. So okay. it's like, that's where everything kind of like crosses together. Like my connections from the film industry helps us, our con- our connections, like. And I find it also helps like, as the unfound, like we keep, we have our, by even directing it, like you're directing the music videos. Yes. It's like, we really keep our vision in the band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we're not like giving it to someone else to. Yes, that's good. And then we, it's, you know, it's all kept like, it's kind of like in-house kind of thing. Yeah. 
But yeah. I, I saw one of your posts on Instagram when I was looking, and and you were you wrote that you thought that music is gonna be it was going to be like a hobby. You didn't you you never you didn't know that it was gonna become that serious. Is that mm. right? I mean, when I first like wanted to find a band to play with, yeah, for sure, like. Like the reason why I stuck with these guys is because I knew they were serious. Yes. Like I didn't want it to be a hobby. I I think maybe at first I said like okay like uh, we'll do it for fun. It'll be a hobby like at the at the very beginning. But once I saw like what chemistry we have, and like what what we can do as writers and like as even businessmen, like as it's like a company, what we pretty much have. Yes. Like our ambition, our goals, like it all lines up. So for me, like it turned from a hobby to like. Something that I love to do, but I want to make it a, a career thing. Because we we know that there's people that, that are watching and listening to the podcast, and they don't take musicians as serious. Like if you go and tell your mom, mom, dad, I'm gonna become a musician, they're gonna get a job. You know, <laughs> that's what most people do. <laughs> we're we're lucky. Though. And it, it, it's true. Like yeah. not, not only for musicians, but artists, entrepreneurs, and like let's say the parents, they're not necessarily like. They won't support you at the beginning. I mean, no. we're we're very lucky. Yeah, we're yeah. all across the board. We're like, lucky. All of our families. They support are, you. They like, support us. Oh, yeah. Wives, girlfriends, parents are all totally behind us. Yeah. Which is not like you say. It's not always like like that. Yes. So, yeah. Everyone is so supportive. It's so, incredible. Yeah. So what can you say to those people that don't maybe they don't have that kind of support? What can you say? But they really want to like. I want to be a professional musician, but my maybe my mom or dad or my whatever and they don't support me. What can you say to them? I mean, it's hard to say because uh, I mean, obviously, you would tell them like you know, stick to your dreams, do what you want to do. But yeah. it's it's hard to put yourselves in those in their shoes because if if you want to do what you want to do, but you constantly have people like saying no, 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 that's hard to like really like do what like, you want to do. If your parents don't support you, then just ignore them. Okay. Yeah. Um, and find some people who do give a shit about what you're doing because they'll be out there. And yeah, when, you, when, you find, when you find them, maybe there are other musicians. Um, like in Canada, you have Factor, which is like a government-sponsored okay. program for sponsoring artists, which is amazing. Like I don't think anything like that exists where I come from. So, like, there's government support out there you can get if that's financially speaking. Emotionally, like you just you got like if you're in a group, then you have your friends. Yes, they give you that support. You yeah. Other people who have the same goals as you. But also because well you guys do great music and I hear I hear to the music so I like it. But let's say be honest, maybe some people are trying to be musicians but they don't make great music. And maybe that's that's something that we have to well, say. Uh, I mean if they're not do you think it's right to uh, to say the guy sucks but you say <laughs> keep going and maybe you Well you yeah. wanna you wanna yeah. be Yes? Yeah. Why? Because uh Cause you never know what's what's gonna what, what's gonna happen. Yeah, there might, but they're just funny. Yeah, there, there, there might be someone who likes who loves their it's music. Like the ugly duckling. No, but you guys watch American Ghost Talent. You go the, that that kind of music or British British Ghost Talent. Yeah, but like that's just not how anything works in reality. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's so, really so that, that's I don't think that's yeah. You think like, like anybody would have like made Bob Dylan a star if he went on? No. America's Got Talent. They would have asked him or something. Yeah, like, guy can't really sing. So that's, that <laughs> that's, just, that's just a show. Yeah, yeah it's just a yeah. show. It's, it's a show for ratings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but uh, I mean, if you see a guy who really sucks and, like, like you, you, but you see, like, 
it's not like that person is like you're not you don't expect everyone that they're gonna just become like fuck like huge and famous yeah. everyone but as long as it makes them happy you don't want to kill that happiness yeah like and if someone we... sucks you just give them a, sorry <laughs> if someone sucks you just like I, I mean luckily i've never been in that situation but like you you, gotta, you give uh, them uh, it's true it's real no, for everyone everyone around me they're all so talented everyone it's, it's rare to come across people who are like who've been doing it for like a significant amount of time who like suck uh, like most people have but yeah. let's be honest maybe there is in, in the industry that you are right now you already saw some kind of bands that maybe they're not that great yeah so what do you think about it I well you no <laughs> i mean no, listen, i'm just saying like you know, no it's easy same, yeah the same as any other like art you know it's like yeah you, you they're not they're not be better they're or worse finding, they're not be they might find themselves one day make they might develop get better yeah and like one man like just think just because you think something's bad somebody else might think it's great that's true yeah right. yeah so. It's not the question of better or worse for me. It's like more like different, like yeah. what? So, yeah, yeah. They play different kind of music. Yeah, yeah they they play different. Kind Actually, of yeah, music. that's that's what we usually yeah. say if we see like a band that we're not like. It's, that we just different. say like it's different. It's good, but it's different. Yeah. Like it doesn't fit us, you know. It doesn't fit us. So we, you guys won't play together, like in, because sometimes you like you book a band that you never really listened. You have to play with them and it doesn't really fit so you won't play with them again so yeah but we, so we say respectfully for sure yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. Uh, talking about all the bands and everything you guys are in montreal we done fun is from montreal so yeah. how does the montreal rocking on uh, stage mean this the scenes how does it look like i think there's is there a lot of bands is, is this a good place mm -hmm. for bands i never thought there were this many bands before i started oh, yeah. mm -hmm. like there's, locally there's, in montreal. there's a lot of there's thousands of local bands and they're all they're all great <coughs> Right. And they're all uh, they're all great, like um, they're very because Montreal. The thing is, it's a very diverse city, so you have a lot of uh, no two bands sound the same. Okay, it's true. Yeah, there's no like cohesive scene. Like there's a lot there's a lot of bands, but there's no like um, I wouldn't call it like a scene like in the conventional like historical term where you have like a lot of bands that are playing a similar kind of music. So it's not like a grunge scene or a, yeah like a metal scene it's yeah like, it's like very sub-genre it's, it's all, all like, there's all genres yeah but i think that's almost like a, a sign of the times so it, it's just the way things are now so there's <laughs> a lot of local bands that are playing different kind of music but it, it's not yeah it's not yeah. homogenous it's like like the heavy metal scene in montreal is is heavy. is is huge <laughs> but also the indie scene in montreal is huge yeah, and it always has been yeah yeah, I think like for, for, for a lot more like hard rock or like the kind of rock that we play, like maybe Toronto is probably a bit, bit of a bigger scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like probably. And how did you guys make your place in, the, in this kind of uh, Montreal? How do you guys be different? How are, how are we different? Yeah. How do our fans make his place? Uh, we, show up, we show up to all our shows and give our 110%. Right. And so we, you know, we play Energetic. Chaos, just... Chaos. We're always we're always trying to we're always trying to be ourselves, stand out as being ourselves. Like we got our light show, we have our 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 stage outfits, we have our our sound. Like we're always trying to just like be ourselves and, and stand out from every show we play. We look back on it and we always say, "How do we improve? Yeah. What can be better? What can yeah?" We've come a long way in the last yeah. like, two years. Yeah, and we get advice from from everyone and. 
we listened to them all and they, they've all made a, a good impact. You guys, you guys go on stage like with a professional mindset. You guys want to really do it. Yeah, we show up. Yeah, we we set up, and we play. We don't. Uh, mm -hmm. There's no uh, getting drunk and. That doesn't happen. Not before the show. <laughs> like whenever, whenever we get those free uh, tickets for free drinks, yeah, I just yeah. give them to everyone who everyone who's helping us. I'm just like, here, take them. We're not. We don't use them. Okay. Yeah. Not before the show, but after the show, you guys drink. No, no, not even. Because we're gonna drive all the gear home. Gotta drive all the gear home. You gotta load in. If there's stairs, you have to go up and down the stairs ten times. You can't, you can't you be like drunk with the equipment. All right. The drive yeah. to Brassard, then drive to La Salle. <laughs> and we take it seriously. Yeah. But I, I don't think that everyone. everyone because one actually, yeah, sorry, when we play a show, it's not like there's that show and it's like we have a month free after it's like we play a show we already know that the next day we have a meeting that next week we have a music video shoot the next uh, next day phone, we have phone a calls. phone calls uh, okay. so it's not like okay let's relax and it's like no let's go home let's sleep <laughs> and <laughs> we'll work next uh, we have work the next day <laughs> so you guys are always busy doing stuff yeah. with the band oh yeah because i i don't believe that well i don't i in my, in my opinion i think that no other bands go on stage like you guys some bands like we were talking about hobby you know some bands go on stage just to play music yeah, that's, that's awesome that's, that's awesome fine, yeah. yeah that's great it's good for that <laughs> yeah but uh, you guys playing with that type of bands does she how did you feel like because you, you're not sure it's, it's, uh, you there's no there's bands. no different feeling from yeah. it's no mm -hmm. different feeling we've played with touring bands that 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 you know, take it professionally like we do. We play with other bands that do it as a hobby. It's there's no difference. Okay. Yeah, we're there's just, absolutely we're no just, difference. We're just playing rock and roll. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just us playing rock and roll. No, because yeah. I mean, if people watching and listen to the podcast, they have this impression of uh, bands and rock and roll. They have this type of ego character, and they're not nice. You know. <laughs> so that's why we hear on the on on the on the movies on on the news. You see uh, all these bands. They have. Uh, this type of character so i'm just trying to be sure yeah we don't have enough money to be like arrogant yet yeah <laughs> so you guys are gonna be coming back again yeah. after we made 10 million dollars and then then it'll be a different interview we'll have our we'll have our shades on uh, lay back <laughs> with that smoke no, but, but that's what that's, talking about that that's what's happening with them the rap all these hip-hop actors hip-hop rap rappers you know, they do all these interviews, they go in there with glasses and yeah. uh, they sit down, they talk how much money they make. Because uh, what do you think about that type of people, uh, artists, musicians? Uh, I mean, uh, it's hard because it's, they, it's, they deal with so much, you know? It's a part of the brand. Like, yeah. It's, it's like most people are just putting on a show like that. Yeah. Like, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's how they sell their... their it's marketing. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't just like uh, sell your music. You have to sell your brand. Your brand. Alright. And like, if your brand, if your music is about like making loads of money, then that's what you want to sell when you're in an interview. Yeah. Well, that's how uh, another perf thing about us is that we we take uh, the unfound as a brand as well. Yes. The logo, the you know, we have yeah. our T-shirts, our merchandise, our and I think our look. Music, our music really backs it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that modern, clean, like, well, just from the look of the logo, yeah. like, clean, yeah. edgy, simple, but like... It's professional. Yeah, very professional. Do you guys listen to the type of music? 
except for rock? I like a lot of uh, uh, film music. Yeah. Yeah, and me, Zimmer. Me too. Ennio Morricone. And I like uh, I like some uh, some pop. Okay. But I, I, I think that all has an influence like to make what we're making. Taylor Swift. Yesterday I was uh, in the car <laughs> with my girlfriend singing uh, Disney songs. Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, Akuna anyway. Matata. I love all that stuff. <laughs> Even uh, the Bee Gees. We love the Bee Gees. Singing that in the car. Like... Uh, so like one night, like I'll be like rocking on, and the next day I'll be like in the car, like singing Bee Gees with my girlfriend. Because you guys also <laughs> play uh, one of uh, the song of Taylor's Taylor Swift. No? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that? all on uh, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, big Tay Tay fan. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes here in July actually in Boston. But she's very popular in the UK. She's popular everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I think they're like remote. Amazonian tribes that love Taylor Swift. Oh. <laughs> she's worldwide. She? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she yeah. starts like with nothing, and then she makes her way to. Uh, the that's top. where everybody starts. Yeah. Yeah. She really starts from nothing, like. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's she's, she's a songwriter. She she made her way up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we 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 do play a cover. If you come to our shows, then you'll hear probably hear it. It's. I love playing it, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, we yeah. sort of uh, we we turn it into like a. It's like a like a white snake. Uh. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 <laughs> yeah. you change it a little bit to adapt to your type of music. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. We unfounded it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Matthew? What type of other music do you like? Well, I've, uh, the new uh, Muse album. Uh-huh. It's more like electronic, oh, mixed electronic. with rock. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of that lately. By the way, I never. Uh, I know that we interviewed Jeremy and we talk about it, but I we've been friends, but I never really asked you. Why do you decide to really go into music like that? Well, I've been playing it since I was small. Yeah. Like my dad used to play music too. Okay. When I was younger. Yeah, that for sure. But he was in a band too. Yeah. Because Matt, the thing with Matt is that he he tries any instrument and he got it right. You know, and that's yeah. when he used to play bass. He, just one time and he was good and then he started guitar and he was good and then piano he was good so maybe he talent is it's like we had talent for that you know? well I, I when i started learning an instrument I, I tend to learn like pick it up fast yeah like guitar well, i already knew bass so it was easier yes but well that's good All right, guys so listen um so we, I just wanna, we talked about it before the interview and I saw there's a lot of bands that come out with their new concept, they want to be different and I saw that there's there's band that only have two band members, they have two musicians on stage and most of the time they take they, they take out the bassist. So I'm going to ask you back, back to Matthew, but I'm not sure, is that, is that why? What, so all these two know. band members, what did they play? The well, guitar? Well, the well Royal, I know Royal, Royal Blood. Blood, they... Uh, it's the, like he's playing a bass, bass. and he has distortion yeah. on it. Okay. Like he goes through so, a bass amp and the So it sounds like guitar. a, it sounds like a, like guitar. a guitar. It sounds like both. Yeah, it sounds like both, both yeah. Okay. Because he's going through a bass amp and through a guitar amp. Do you think it's more easy to have two members? No. No? no? Why? Maybe for uh, making decisions and making, uh, and, and Decisions basically, it's probably easier, yeah. but in terms of like uh, musicality and having songs sound different and having different suggestions, it's very, I'd say it's very difficult. Okay. You'd have to have somebody with like a really good vision for what, like the kind of songs that you're writing. 
Because yeah. because like we all, all sort of equally contribute to well, in the writing process and having four people really helps create something quite unique. So usually yeah. in a two member band, there's always one that has that. Yeah, it's more like I think so. Yeah, yeah like if you look at the White Stripes, like okay. for example, it's a good example. Yeah, Jack, Jack White. Jack White's like uh, just a really prolific songwriter. So okay. he's like clearly the creative force, and um, like. I don't know, I'm trying to think of other examples. Oh, Black Keys. Black Keys, yeah, yeah. Black Keys, they fit both of them. Fits yeah. both of them? Okay. Yeah, I'm not really they're sure. E- they're both equally... Uh, they're both equally talented. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I mean, <laughs> to, to be t- just to clarify, <laughs> Meg White is an amazing drummer, but like, I just like, Jack White is like, like the, I think he's like... The, the songwriter. Direct, the, the, direct, yeah, yeah, the guy yeah, that yeah, has yeah, a direction. Yeah, the guy, the guy with yeah, the glasses, yeah. you mean? The guy with the glasses? The only guy. The only guy, yeah. It was the only one. He's the only guy, yeah. Yeah, okay. But there's two, there's two bands, there's two members of the Black Keys, no? Sorry, I was yeah. talking about the White Stripes. Oh, the White Stripes, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't follow that. Um, I didn't want to diss Meg White. Oh, oh don't worry. Going back to... Uh, <laughs> Sean thinks she'll be easy. She'll this. You never know. You never know. <laughs> knowing, knowing us is going to pop right up in your feet <laughs> as an ad. <laughs> But see, going back to that, um, just going back to Matthew, um, you play bass, and when people, first of all, when people hear the um, music, they try to hear more the guitar and the vocalist. So why do you think uh, the bass is so important in the band? Well, it's important because uh, it keeps the rhythm with the drums. Yes. And for me, I think it's good to have like a good bass line in the song because it makes it more enjoyable for like me personally and uh, other people that enjoy you, know, you enjoy the song or but you need you need a basis to really make the music you really need one of course yeah, yeah. i see yeah yeah, yeah. The, the rhythm section you need that yeah. i mean like people like yeah a lot of people don't hear they, they might not know that they're hearing the bass but they are for us it allows like i mean I'll, me at least for sure to like just play with with ease knowing that these guys are holding the fort down like yeah. like glue mm-hmm. it, le- it lets us be more creative and yeah. have that freedom to just fuck around and like have things come up like whenever you want yeah okay so every instrument is important everything from the guitarist to the vocalist yeah. to the drummers. yeah we wouldn't have it if it wasn't important yeah <laughs> <And> it, yeah <laughs> for sure but it's, it's also because you guys all fit together and you have a good energy together yeah yeah. So yeah. that's why all the, the, the fun came alive. It's mm-hmm. just it's 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 hard to describe. It's just like it's chemistry. It's seamless. Like Matt will start a start a riff, and then I'll come in with the riff, and Jeremy comes in with a uh, drum, and he'll come in with a vocal melody and some rhythm guitar, and like five minutes later, we're writing a song, okay. and where it's like we're playing it through. How, it's how do you incredible. Write songs? It does. It comes up with that. Come someone with someone will start he he'll he'll start with a riff i'll start with a riff or he'll start with a riff we all just join in and we'll all join in so uh, who is the one that that made most of the music so far it's pretty equal yeah. almost yeah. almost yeah. anyone everyone has like a music that he started yeah yeah, yeah. i think so yeah you started yeah. monochrome uh yeah. Down south, you started uh, Sonora. Well, yeah. our our love song. It's not uh, not out yet, but yeah, we have a lot of songs. You started. Uh, you started uh, our f- latest falsetto song. There's like, a lot of material. Are you starting falsetto? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, man, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Now, that's one of the, the songs I like, for sure. But talking about all, all of um, starting songs and everything, how do you guys manage the band? Because you're from members. And we were talking about two members' band is more easy to manage. And how do you guys manage? Who does what exactly? Except for the instrument, who does what in terms of business and, and creation and everything? Well, we all have to like divide it accordingly. Like yeah. we can't like all put it on like to one person. Uh, like we can't, uh, we have to be real and say like, okay, you do this, you do that. So like Matt does a lot of our social media posts. Okay. Um, uh, ben does a lot of our like writing bios and uh, he's a good, great writer. So we use that to our advantage when we apply for applications. You, you write, you help well, write I our stuff. Well, I saw that. I went to uh, look at your Facebook profile and I see this guy, you have a Twitter. I, I, well, yeah, I don't think I've tweeted in about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, he should tweet because when I see on his Facebook, you have the, uh, this kind of, uh, you can start conversations easily. When you have an opinion too, I think Twitter yeah. would be good for you if you tweet. Because yeah. I saw it on your post on Facebook. I'm a bit scared to tweet. Yeah. I know why, so. Because, like, oh, it's a vicious world out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Twitter is a vicious world, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And they're not friendly like Facebook, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, it's just a bit like yeah. putting your, your opinions out there and, and stuff like that out there. Yeah, you get, you get easily um, attacked on Twitter than any other platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't think I want to open myself up to that. But no. oh, maybe I will. We'll see. we'll see. Coming soon. When he, when he, it'll be with our band. It'll, it'll be with our band account. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I should do. I should get the unfound on Twitter. Like we are there, but we're not very, very actively. We should probably be there. I don't think we were tweeted. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just. I think we just retweeted a few things. And you guys, you retweet some stuff. You, you guys, the unfound has a Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have a yeah. Twitter. Yeah. But we're we're really active on Insta and Facebook. Yeah. Instagram and Facebook. And Those yeah. are like our most active. Yeah. Yeah. And then besides that, it's just uh, me and Jeremy are like the the relations and contacts. Okay. Um, yeah. It's booking shows. Booking shows. Okay, so you guys yeah. book the shows, uh, you and Jeremy. We we take care of like uh, uh, like our relationships with marketing agencies, mm-hmm. relationships with booking, relationships with uh, with uh, our recording studio where we record and okay, just like. Uh, Taking all the resources and just managing the, them. Yeah. Networking. Yeah, right. networking. Yeah. But for, for for the people that are listening and watching to the podcast and they hear talking and you say, okay, those guys manage well, they do social media, they do uh, they, they do they book their own shows and everything. And uh, do you think that musicians should, should run the bands like a business? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you want to take it seriously, yeah. If, if, if you're, if, that's it. If you want to make a career out of it, definitely. Yeah. You want to do it as a hobby? It is literally a you business. Can, can. It's literally a company. Like yeah. We, yeah. It's a, we, we are a company. The so you unfound, guys, the you unfound, guys have uh, that mindset already yeah. because I know that uh, some artists, they try to focus on the, on the art, you know? And yeah. they, they don't see the... Good luck with that. They all... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna get anywhere <laughs> because they don't have the business sense. They don't yeah. have this the mindset. Uh, yeah, you, you, you have. To you gotta find a way to monetize it. It's not gonna pay for your, for your food, you know. But going back to that, if you're really talented, you have a lot of talent. Then maybe you can. Because I'm pretty sure that um, let's say let's take an example like Elton Jones. Yeah. 
Yeah. He, he did good music, but maybe, he, I don't know if he's a businessman. I think maybe he's not. I'm sure he turned into a good businessman. Yeah, he turned into a yeah. good businessman. I'm 100%. Like, look at Gene Simmons. Like, he, he had that mindset of, of, uh, of, that, of a business, yeah. and look where they are now. But also, the, for, those, for the people like, that are not really business, business people, they have like a good manager or they have a good team. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, any it. band, if you want to make it, you need a good team around you. If you don't have a good team around you, you're staying where you are. Yeah. We're fortunate to have a good team. Yeah, yeah. we're a very good team. We're blessed. But you guys have like a manager? No, but we have people that do management duties. A lot of people help us yeah. out. A lot of people help us out. Yeah. Yeah. So you already understand that you really need to have a good team behind you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. From marketing to uh to uh our producing producing to, yeah. to graphic design. Graphic design consulting. Uh, art direction. Right. Art direction, uh uh advice. Advice. So, advice. Yeah. Like we'll take anything. Because the, right now with the well, yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> Go, help us. <laughs> Call five one four. Yeah, we're selling a crowdfunding. Yeah. <laughs> no, but how, how do you guys get to that point? Because you like it's only since 2017. How do you understood that? How do you understood that we need to run this as a business? It's trial and error since the beginning. Okay. Yeah. You, you try to get somewhere and you get reject, you get denied or refused or rejected, and you learn. You ask yourself why did that happen, and you get advice from people in the industry that know why it happened. Why it happened, and then you act on it. Yeah. And it, it's just a rinse and repeat situation until you keep, just keep getting better. Yeah. And a lot of the, they're sure even bigger bands go through it. Are still making mistakes, yes. but they, they they learn from it. It's the ones that learn and get better it, that are the ones that even when something works out, there's always a mistake. Yeah, in always, that thing that worked out. Yes, that's <laughs> and you sure. you try you to fix it. Yeah, mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So but, that's, uh, that's basically what it is. It's uh-huh. you reach a point where. For a business, thinking of it as a business, it reached, we reached a point that it's like, you know what, we have to think of this as a business if we want to start make, trying to get an income and take people for people to take us seriously in the industry. Okay. Yeah. But talking about the industry, because um, with, the, with social media and the internet, I think it's more easy now that to really put your, your stuff out there, you know. I, I'm just going to take the, I don't know if you know, Change the Rapper, Change yeah, mm-hmm. he who really did it on SoundCloud. He put his stuff on SoundCloud and then he got discovered. What do you think about that kind of way to get known? Um, it's great if you can pull it off, but like That's 99.9% of people who just put their music on the internet are don't get discovered. That's a one in a billion chance. Yeah. I mean, who knows what the real story is anyways? Yeah, and a lot of, exactly. Like sometimes the manager, like the manager will, will make that the story. Yeah. Okay, they make out this. Show. Yeah, yeah, so like you know that because you read it somewhere. Just, uh, there's a lot of bullshit in the music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know personally what what the story is like. But no, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. No, I'm sure there were things that yeah. that they really pushed. It's not like a guy just went on there. It's like oh, 
fuck, this guy's fucking no, amazing. And they happen. sign him. Like, they sign happen. him man. That only happens in the movies. It's in the movies. Yeah, I think it's it happens so to a lot of rappers. A, behind every... Knowing what... There's always a, a guy pushing. Knowing what we go through, Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's something else. No, Nobody sure has contacted you and say, yo, uh, you want to promote you? And then it happened? Yeah, just Instagram bots. All right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I don't know, man, because I saw that maybe they, like you said, maybe they tried to put it bigger. They embellished the story. The yeah. yeah. They embellished yeah. the story to make it more unique. You have to exactly. stand out. But let's say that the it's like sell. It's the way they sell the artists, the story. Yeah, yeah. but with yeah. the internet, it helps. It does help. It does help to get your music out there. Yeah, it it does. does. But for it to get discovered, I'd say you have the same... You have a slim better chance than before, but to really make it up there, it's still... I'd say it's it's just as hard, if not harder than it was 30 years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So what's the difference between right now and 30 years ago? People are spending less money on music. And you could do it in... I mean, we we recorded our demos down here. Yeah. Like yeah, our, this is where Sooner or Later was recorded. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you're able, you have the technology to be able to do it uh, by yourselves. Whereas before, you in the 70s and 80s, you needed a label to invest in you yeah. in order to get a, a proper recording. Because yeah. it was yeah, too yeah. expensive. So I'd say now more bands have better sounding quality records, yeah, yeah, but... Sure. But that makes the, the competition worse. That yes, it does. <laughs> as to yeah. before, there was 100 bands and let's say there was 100 bands and five music labels. Now there's a, a thousand bands Bands, it's still five music labels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just it didn't match. It doesn't go. Which is amazing for the consumer because there's like so much amazing music out there, and everybody who has a vision can make their vision a reality for not much money. But like, it, then it means that if, to to actually make to really make a lot of money in this business is very very hard. But. If it's really it's easy to reach people and create a following and yes. say, I guess that's easier but it might not be a big following but okay. you can connect with like fan base yeah. quite quite easily on the yes. internet yeah um, for sure that part yeah yeah and also because the guys have like uh, Alberto that does all the editing and skills you don't need like to find anyone else you already know this you do movies so you know how to edit yeah yeah, yeah we definitely take all our resources and all our skills that we do have we put it all all in a pot yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about social media and Matthew, how do you get your inspiration to post on social media? Do you look to other bands? <laughs> or do you post like that? I just do my own thing, yeah. mostly. Yeah. I come up with the captions and post like, like try to use the best hashtags. Yeah. We create banks. We so create banks. Sh- where did you see the most traction on which platforms is it better for the gun phone? Lately, you've been uh, getting a lot from Facebook. Yeah. Instagram is like kind of going down a bit, but most well, still up there, like, but mostly Facebook. So. Okay. It's mostly because these social media platforms, they keep changing their algorithms. Yeah. To make, and it's getting harder to, it's right. getting it's harder to attract little guys, yeah. But you think the social media is important for the band? Very oh, important. yeah. Yeah. Like, we have to connect with our audience. I think we've been doing like, that. Yeah, but for sure. Is there any, like, maybe, is there any other bands that know social media and is, is, is that happen? Like, you see, oh, like, you have a social media, they say no? Or every, every band I'd has say, a social media? I'd say, I think, nowadays everybody. I think everybody. Every, every band we came across has, <laughs> has social media. At least a Facebook page and everything. Yeah. 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 Or else, how, how are people, how are people going to know when they have shows, when they have songs coming out, they need uh, what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So talking about also all the uh, internet and stuff, um, I, w- I want to talk about um, 
Spotify and Apple Music and the streaming services. Because I think bands say that uh, people are spending less on music. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they don't buy any CDs. I think they, well, there is still CDs and there's still, uh, there's still stores that sell CDs. But uh, let's talk about this subject. I'm, I'm pretty sure the people that are watching and listening want to hear about that. What do you guys think about Spotify and Apple Music? I'd say the, it definitely helps as a... <laughs> Yeah, stop. You, think, you guys think that there's still money? There's still money from there. <laughs> we have no, enough, no, it, uh, it definitely helps us uh, to get your music out there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's but, easier. It's easier than going to a store and actually having to buy all the songs on the CD. It's crazy how easy it is to just put your stuff on Spotify. Yeah. It's easy Anybody for it's, it's easy for the consumer and you guys. Like we talked yeah. just yeah. recently to just I want to put my music, so I'm going to put it on Spotify. Yeah. But for them, for a, we're talking about you guys are running this like a business, mm-hmm. and there are businesses. Yeah. And I hear a lot of stories. I tell us with status with didn't want to post on Spotify or something like that. She didn't. No. She didn't want. Is, is she on Spotify? She is now. Yeah, but yeah. she wasn't for a long time. So why is that? Because so, she didn't think it was fair. Okay. The the, the I think the artist is paid. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's a lot a tenth, less than a tenth of a cent per stream. Yeah. A ten, okay, a tenth. Tenth of a cent, which right. is not a lot. So, like be- before, if you wanted to listen to Taylor Swift's new album, yeah. every track, you would have to go out and buy it for whatever, fourteen ninety nine, fifteen bucks, yeah, a dollar a song. Um, and then that, yeah, so right, it was a dollar a song, and now yeah. if somebody listens to to the whole album, it's well. I mean, ten dollars a month. A, ten dollars a month, just over a cent for the whole album. But obviously, repeat listens that builds up. Yes. So, like, I think it's, I think it's just the reality now. Like, it's just that's how people are going to listen to music. It's how I listen to music. I mo- I moved to Canada, and uh, like, I didn't take my music collection with me. So you, you just go on Spotify. And I just stream just, all my music now. Your playlist. Yeah. And. Because it's easy, it's convenient. Yeah, and I, I think you know, if you try, if you try and fight against it, you know, you're not going to win. Like when technology changes, you just have to kind of go with it and make the best of it, and mm. find where the income is going to come from next. So yeah. like, it's no coincidence that like tickets for shows are now like astronomical. So yeah. say, that's where the money is now. How does yeah. how does the so the artists get the money from ticket sales? Is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Merch- and, and merchandise. No one's making a lot of money off of streaming. <laughs> so Spotify to... doesn't even hasn't even made a profit. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> Man, people are selling their band T-shirts on Spotify. Yeah, I did do. Yeah. Oh. Well, they have like a Spotify for shop Spotify or something. Yeah. I did like, do. Where you could put like, uh, like you know, like uh, let's say on a band's uh, profile page, like you have their music, and then like in the middle you have like, okay, buy buy a T-shirt, buy this, buy a hat. Okay, yeah. so you can you can sell product on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. interesting. That's crazy. Cool. That's crazy. I mean, uh, it's true, right? <laughs> that's yeah. 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 And that's probably a good way for Spotify to make more money because like, they need to find a way of making more money out of out of it too, I guess. So, how do you think that uh, what should be done to make that uh, that fair for the artists? Because you guys do a lot of work. The artists do a lot of work. They produce a lot of music. What will be the best solution there to uh, to we go back to CDs? No, because no. they no. suck and they get scratched and they skip. And people today are used <laughs> to having choice, list, choosing what to listen. Yeah, yeah. So you, 
when you buy a CD, you only have a choice of like 10 or 12 songs. Yeah. You have no choice of listening to anything oh. else back in the day. Yeah. So or unless you have radio and you listen to what they want you to listen to. But now you have a choice on Spotify, on YouTube. On, yeah, you can you choose what you listen to, what, whatever you want. you want in the world. Yeah. That's good for and the consumer. Once people have yeah. that, they're not going to go back to well, they, yeah, that's they can't good. go back. We, anyways, even you guys, you're listening like that. I mean, your art, artist, I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift listening to Spotify. I mean, she's not there where she is now. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I'm pretty sure she listens the same way. She's, she goes on the phone and she goes in Apple Music, maybe. I don't know. If she has time, yeah. But I think the, the problem really is that, like, Spotify can't, like, artists should be paid more for the streaming, but people aren't going to pay more than, like how much are people, is the consumer going to pay for that privilege? How do we should, how do we pay the artists now? How do we, what's this? Well, there, there, There's so many different ways. Uh, there, either, either you're a band that sells through merchandise, either you're a band that sells through live shows, either you're a band that sells through uh, streams, yeah. either you're a band that sells through just to doing live shows. Yeah. Night that's after that's night, that's night, that's night after night. Like, there's there's so many different ways for a band to, to make money. Okay. Yeah. So there's no excuses for, for people to say, they don't pay you enough. You have to become a brand. You have to sell yeah. product. Like it's, you guys do. You have t-shirts. Yeah. You, yeah. Have, uh, you have a lot of other merchandise. It's, yeah. it's kind of uh, swapped over. So like, when my dad used to go to shows back in the 70s and the 80s, like, a band would play the show to promote the record. Okay. Because the money was in the record. So like people would go to the show and pay like five bucks for a ticket. Yes. And they would buy and, the record. And then they sure. would play their re- their new record. Yeah. Like it's amazing to think, but like my dad said that when he used to go to shows, you would see a band and they would play their new record and it wasn't even out yet. And people just, actually people actually did that. Just to promote the <laughs> Yeah, and you would yeah. hear you would watch your favorite band play songs you'd never heard before. Okay. And then and they and then they went out and bought it. And then they went the out and bought the record. Because the record is where you made all the money. Yeah. Okay. But you guys get any money when you do a show? From the ticket sales, you yeah. Get the- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. yeah, we do. So now you you do the you, you have the record promote the show. So it's like completely flipped over on its head. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is. Yeah. 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 But the music industry has changed a lot since. Yeah, uh, I think I think every five ten years it changes. But yeah. but but that but that means that the the show has to be bigger and it has to be more yeah. fantastic and 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 it has to be worth worth the money. So that's like the, the superstars now. The shows are like crazy. Yeah, they they don't even really do music the they like performance yeah. they really the dance they i think they do everything exactly yeah even the rock bands they have like props and they have like crazy yeah. light shows and yeah you, you have to make it huge and alberto was saying that it's got it costs a lot now to go to a band show especially the, the yeah, yeah. So it's expensive tickets are expensive yeah but like the consumer has to pay the band somehow Okay. Like if you want people to make music that you love, they have to they have to make a living. Like yeah. You can't just have everything for free. <laughs> so what did last show you guys went to see? I went to go see. Uh, I saw Kiss. Kiss. That was my last show. That was two thousand. Two thousand and uh, uh, just in August. Uh, I went to uh, see them in March Kiss. and August. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you went Those were my last two shows. Okay, so the tickets were expensive. Uh yeah, tickets were uh, uh two fifty plus tax. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think. What was my last show? Muse. Yes. When they came in March. And that's, that's that was expensive though. Yeah, it was not bad. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, Ninety dollars. Okay. The same match. My me was uh, Brian Adams. 
came. Oh, that was your last show? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't know you went to see him. It was like last minute, we bought tickets at like 6 p.m. It's amazing. He plays were, a good show, eh? Yeah. They were less expensive if you buy like a late? Yeah, it was, it was, it was like less expensive. And Ben? Um, I think it was the free show, actually. <laughs> Montreal Jazz Fest. <laughs> That's what I'm... But thank you for just bringing that because I was going to ask uh, all these festivals... Tickets are expensive, and we know that it's mostly for uh, big known bands and artists. But what do you guys think about this? Especially in Montreal, there's a lot of festivals that promote music. So yeah. is that good for the the, yeah. the industry? Is that good for uh, the place, the bands? Definitely, for yeah. sure. Like Montreal doesn't like spend a lot of money on like fixing its roads or anything, but <laughs> it, it does like spend a lot of money. I think on. Uh, on festivals, on festivals. Is it, in the summer there's something going on almost yeah. every every second night there's something something yeah. going on yeah. especially yeah. in music the, the jazz music festival. and arts and yeah. film and everything yeah Oceaga is one of the yeah. big festivals here yeah. yeah talking about the festivals um, I know you guys because people like maybe they want to go and listen to that fun and maybe they are right now taking on the phone and they go on the phone, they go to Spotify, and they look, there's just one song, you know. You guys are new, like, you just released your first single in, yeah. in August on the 29th, yeah. sooner or later. And also you went after that on an Ontario tour, you went uh, on a tour. Yeah, with but, you. Yeah, with me. <laughs> I, was, I was there, too. I was there, because that's, I know a lot of stuff that happened that, that we won't say. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> no, but... Um, that what people don't know is that you <laughs> I won't say it. <laughs> that people that what people don't know is that you released sooner or later in 2018. You know? Yeah. And that, you, that was the first time. I remember I shared it on Facebook, I, I shared it on Instagram, I <laughs> yeah. talk about it, and three weeks after there was none. Huh. What's so happened? it's called a re-release and it happens quite a lot actually yeah. yeah so we basically kind of screwed it up the first time remember we were talking with it remember we were talking about mistakes yeah yeah yeah. well we made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we fixed it <laughs> and now it's better than ever the way we released it uh, we put a whole marketing strategy around it okay. like our new one yeah. before we put a pr campaign we we, we were featured in the exclaim magazine yeah. in toronto okay we didn't yeah. do any of that stuff first time. Like, we just put it out there and expected something to happen. It doesn't happen. You, yeah. have, to, you have to push it. So, you yeah. guys just decide or somebody told you maybe you just shouldn't do this? No, it was us. It was us. Yeah, we just feel like the, the song had so much potential and we didn't put... It, not we that we it. do not that we went, we didn't put the effort because we put the effort, mm -hmm. but we just didn't make the right choices. Yeah. And we didn't want to just like say like, okay, you know what? We made a bad mistake. Let's just release the next song, but we'll do it right this time. We're like, no, it's still early in the game. Let's re-release it, but let's do it properly. And uh, doing it properly means like three months of work after it's done, after the music video is done. Three months of getting your PR on board, getting uh, pitching it to magazines, which we've gone on like 10 magazines or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. Uh, getting interviews, uh, just getting attraction to it, posting yeah, about did, the song. You did social media too. Social media. Yeah. We we organized a show. We organized a tour, which takes like four or five months just to organize a show. Talking about yeah, that, a tour talking and a about show. That, do you think it's still good to also promote and not in social media, but in magazines and radio? Do you think that's still good in today's world? Yeah. Of course, yeah. 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 
because people a lot of people put like show all your focus on social media put money on social media but you guys went to magazines yeah but i mean magazines went online yeah yeah Yeah, it's all all online magazine which links to social media because you post about it on social media okay yeah it's a thing to it's a thing to share to people to show that you know it's out there but it's not just like oh here it is but no it's like it's here on this magazine people are talking about it yeah Mm -hmm. read about us uh listen look at our interview uh there's always something attached to the music video okay yeah but do you guys do you guys to to uh, do you guys try to get in radio um radio will come when uh when it comes, it'll yeah. come at a later yeah. date. Is yeah. that like it? Is I mean, radio was a huge thing back in the days. But do you guys put radio in a pedestal and you really want? Oh, we want to be in radio. Or is that is not is not important? I think at a time it was, but I think that's another thing that was one of those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Focusing too much on something that we probably shouldn't have right now. Okay. Yeah, like we've gotten you know advice saying like you know you shouldn't. Uh, strive for a radio when you don't even have one song released because once you're approaching a radio station they want to know who you are what have you done uh, what's your story yes. um what what what's your history what are your past songs yeah. um so already it's like okay we're a new band we've been playing live shows for like less than a year at that time but some new bands make it on the radio I mean, they're not new, new. Okay, they're not new. No, they're new to the. They're new to, the to us. They're new to us, but then you don't see the four yes. or the four or three exactly. years of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of like where they started. And guaranteed, like they would have had several EPs beforehand. Oh like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you say so it's, it's better to aim for smaller goals, and the bigger ones will come. Yeah. So all these uh, talks about new bands, new rappers, it's all, uh, it's all it's just new, to get attention. They're new to us. They're new to the industry, okay. but the, who they're knows how many people. years of work they've been going yeah, through. Yeah, they're new to the people. To or, to that point. or they got a, a, a major push from, uh, yeah. the, that they saw that they could make, uh, you know, from like a label. from a label. Like Greta Van Fleet, like they saw, like oh, we could cash in on this nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Here, mm-hmm. you know, there's uh, moments like that. So you also talk about uh, doing a, a tour, and you say that you guys prepared that five, six months in advance. Yeah. And you guys went to Ontario just after the release. That was something that you you really want to do that you didn't do in the first release, like making a tour just to really. Well, we definitely didn't even have that in mind in yeah. the first release. <laughs> <laughs> That that wasn't even something that came up, but like as yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We didn't have a release show. It's true. We uh, didn't even have a release show. But this time we had a a tour. We sold out to La Vitrola in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and then we left on tour. It was great. So, yeah, yeah it's that's really funny. Yeah, that's, <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you guys went to um, uh, Ottawa, Toronto, um, Kingston, uh, Kingston, London, and uh, Guelph. Yeah, oh, Guelph. Guelph was the best city. Guelph was Guelph. awesome. Guelph. Anyone that's watching in Guelph, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we love and, Guelph. Maybe there's people that listen to the podcast in Guelph. Thank yeah. You. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know small who they are. Small city of, small city of uh, <laughs> London in 10 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, that, that that was a good show because there were a lot of people and a lot of university students, so a lot of good energy. Yeah, yeah great energy. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of work to uh, to to go on a tour. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But I find at the end of it, you, you really you feel like you accomplished something. You grow so, as a man. Uh, mm-hmm. You feel yeah. really confident. Yeah. It, yeah. It's those nights of uh, not sleeping well. 
loading in, loading out, you know. Yeah, no, I was there. <laughs> we did some Co- stuff. Coffee, tired, yeah. driving, and get to the show, there. problems at the show. <laughs> yeah, so. after, after that, you, you go. And, and still performing well? After, that's when I find a band really can grow. Yeah, and then you go to the town, you sleep at, you sleep at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you drink some, yeah. some yeah. alcohol. I can't even associate <laughs> what hotels were with what city. Like, <laughs> no, thinking no. about how they are, like, I can't, I don't remember what the Guelph <laughs> looked like. I, yeah, only King said <laughs> we stayed there for four freaking days. <laughs> no, what, King was, uh, we stayed there for four days. My God, King I yeah. went on a boat tour of the islands. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> because I thank you by the way for inviting. <laughs> thank you Wait. by the way for by the way for inviting me to the tour. That was great. I went with you guys What's because happening? I love the band for sure. Not only because Matt and Jeremy are my friend, because the first time I hear guys, I say, okay, this guy's gonna make it huge. So I, I knew. Thanks, it. man. And by the way, the first show they did was in a, a cottage. Yeah, a yeah, cottage. A, a and cottage. we were not the unfound. You were what? I don't know. Do you want to say it? No, the Mandela effect. Yeah, we were the Mandela effect. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was their original name? Yeah. yeah. You don't remember? No, I don't remember. Good. I remember <laughs> he thinks it's something else. Yeah. I think it's it was that. No, I Mandela think it was. Effect. I think it was. We still have the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, we still have the Facebook page. <laughs> still getting likes. Still, still it's still getting likes. likes. Every week or so, it's like, oh, one new like. The Mandela no, no, effect. I, I, I think you guys were on phone at that time. No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. No, we were the Mandela effect. What was that? And that that, so that, that show was after a month we were started jumping together. Yeah. How, how did he feel? Like and he was gone for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how did you how did you feel the first time you played in front of an audience? Like they were, I mean, I think there were like twenty people there at the cottage. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, yeah. I, it was that was when I really felt like even just after a month of like jamming with like uh, the full band, the complete band, like yeah. I didn't feel no stress. I felt confident with these guys on stage and. You said you guys, it felt great. So then I was like, we gotta do the, more of this. Because there's, I, yeah, uh, you get that that uh, adrenaline, like yeah, you, you want it again. That's why on tour we were always go 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 because we're like, mm-hmm. like, you just wanted it every night. Because I love the um, artists. First time they play, they tend to freeze in front of the audience. So, you know, and that happens. Um, some people some for some people but for us it's we just we're so comfortable with each other. We trust each other, yeah. and we're not afraid to like fuck up, okay. like. Yeah. If we fuck up, like we laugh about it on stage. So nobody, nobody. If you guys, you guys, when you play, you, you know, okay, he made a mistake. But mostly, the people they don't even, no. they don't even no. hear the mistake. You know? Sometimes yeah. I don't even hear it. Some Matt, people, Matt, I will get together after the show. Matt will say I fucked up this. Jeremy will say I fucked up that. I'll say I fucked up this, and we're like, I didn't hear it. We just, yeah, we just say to ourselves, let's just show that we're having fun, which we are. And play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so what's the, the difference between playing live and playing like playing in the basement? Like you guys play here, you practice, and there's nobody. Maybe your dad comes. The difference is the audience. Yeah, yeah the audience. Yeah, what's and the, the space. Yeah, the space in the audience. So what's it's getting the, that energy from the audience? You, you get that energy and you use it on stage. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. feedback loop. Okay, yeah. so when you get the when the audience is screaming and they're happy that gets back to you and you get more yeah, energy yeah. Yeah. and then they get more energy and you get more energy <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Let, let's say <laughs> no, for real, when, when we went to the Ontario tour what was, what was the worst place you guys played? 
Uh, oh, you don't, you don't want to say. I don't think we should answer that. <laughs> I would say it, that was London. <laughs> London, no. He, he said it, so London. Uh, all right, London. so let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> there was, we played for the bar uh, ladies. Yeah. Um, we played for, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah that's it. Was like, it but you know what? You know what? We turned that place into we turned it into like our own space. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we went in there, we told them to shut down the house lights. We put on our stage lights. Yeah. It looked like a venue. You it looked like, it, yeah, 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 we crushed it. And the people that were there, and granted there weren't many, but they, lo- they loved it. Yeah, yeah. they loved it. Yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. that was in that space told us that they loved it. So, you, you guys took over, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't say it was our worst show, it was just the show with less people. It's just well, we could, maybe could have promoted it. It was better. just a, <laughs> the place, <laughs> place to fit, you know, you, you guys look on the internet and you say, okay, maybe this place is good, but after But it's also, a, it's also a thing of who's going to book, who's, who's going to book uh, an unknown band in uh, a city you've never been to true. play in. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that, that happens rarely that you're going to, first time you're playing in a city, you're going to get a great venue. So because the great venues are only the one they're already, all, they're the already booked or they, they're gonna they're gonna want somebody who's gonna pull in a lot of people or and we are just finished on tour for our first release so okay. it's all a, a matter of just building a following and, right. uh, and let's say out of those five people that were there that night yeah five two come back <laughs> at for the next time we play there yeah. to our next show maybe it's there maybe it's another venue and they bring some of them bring their friends and there's more people there that's how you gain like a, m- ma- uh, like a wall of mouth sense. Are they good? So yeah. go and you're gonna to all future bands. You're gonna be playing shit, shit venues. It's true. Heal that man. But that's just a matter. You guys, it's keep all go- a learning. Keep thing. going. You don't. You you don't refuse a show because it's because it, the venue doesn't suit you. But then like, now I'm coming back to Montreal. If, if you if you go in there and you tear the place apart. We we we, and, we tore the away. audience enjoyed it. Uh, I'm I'm, pr- I'm proud of that show. We tore it apart. I know it was great. The tour was two great. hours. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start playing for two a two hour set. The, yeah. the tour was great. The, all yeah. the entire city, you guys crush it. <laughs> but I mean, coming back to Montreal with that kind of feeling, you guys want to now? You want to play bigger venues? No? You know, of course. To go back to a smaller place. We we want to we want to play uh, bigger venues. We want to play festivals. We want to. Uh, we, we will. We will. Yeah. Talking about that, uh, we talking about the upcoming projects for that fund. Before we go to that, I'm just gonna say um, to the people that are listening, watching to the podcast, where where can people contact you guys? What I know that you guys are on the, all the platforms, but uh, if you can just say it for the people on Facebook, um, the Unfound. Unfound. Um, you know, Instagram, uh, the Unfound uh, Band. Yes. And every one of you has an Instagram and Facebook yeah. profile. Yeah, we all have our Instagram, our individuals. All right. So you're going to put all the links on the description. And getting back to the podcast, I'm just going to say, so what's the next uh, the next step for the Unfound? What are the next upcoming projects, uh, release, uh, something, show? Um, so we are uh, releasing our next single, uh, Monochrome, in early right. 2020. I can't yeah. be more specific than that. But yeah, early, early 2020. We yeah. just, you can expect something. Early, yeah. Yeah. early 2020. Early 2020, you'll get a new single called Monochrome yeah. with a new music video. Yes. And, uh, that we just shot uh, two days ago. Two days ago. And yeah. But they were, we are 20 of, uh, 20 of October, so the 18th of October 2019. For those that are watching and listening to the podcast in 2025. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just saying. Maybe somebody is watching this. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to sit on the start. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. It's a fair point. Yeah. Okay. And then. Uh, 2025. <laughs> All right. So. And then. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, no, no, you guys have and then we're, we, we're, we can't say more than that. We can't say more. We'll we'll definitely be re- we'll definitely be releasing more singles, and of course, we'll be playing at the Grand Prix show at uh, on Crescent how, Street. How does that feel? Like when you they announce you're gonna play at the Grand Prix? Oh my god, it feels amazing. Yeah, yeah it feels cool. great. But, uh, you guys feel like step. you make it? Yeah. Sorry. You guys feel like you made it? Like you make it? Like yeah, this is yeah, it. sure. Yeah, we <laughs> feel like we've accomplished something. Like. We always say, like for us, that we've only released one song and we've been playing for only two years. We got a show like that. We're so like fortunate. Like, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be because a lot of bands want to play on the Grand Prix, then and this still sounds like the bands that were playing like long time ago and they want that. And you guys like not even two years, and then you get that place. Oh yeah, and we're just we're. We're working hard. We're yeah. fortunate <laughs> to have the right people around us, and we're fortunate to just be, keep pushing forward and having these good things come for us. And uh, yeah. yeah, just to put in context, the Grand Prix festival like a festival. Right? They do that before the Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's during the, the gra- it's it's during on the, the Prix during the weekend. Yeah. How many people there are there? Usually, usually fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Think that's gonna help for building a momentum for the oh, yeah yeah, yeah definitely. We're definitely planning a release around that as well. Like, Another release? Yeah, yeah, we're going to release a... Yeah, we're planning to release uh, something. We're going into the studio yeah. in, uh, in the winter to record whatever that. Mm-hmm. A couple yeah. new tunes. Yeah, a couple How of new tunes. How do you feel, Matthew, Surf. playing in the Grand Prix? Definitely something different than we usually play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big stage, huh? <laughs> yeah, we've done that before. <laughs> I, really, I can't wait. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So that's the first step, and what what else? When you gonna when you wanna play? What is what? We're looking to play in uh, some smaller festivals, also in uh, Canadian Music Week, Indie Week, Indie Week. Uh, we wanna folk fest. Okay. Those are the next. Uh, and after that, Oshiaga. Oshiaga. Oshiaga yeah. is kind of hard. No? It's kind of yeah. very difficult to get in. But we're yeah. com- we're confident. We're confident we'll get there. Yeah. If it's not uh, next year, it could be the the year after or the year after. But we're gonna get there. I'm sure there's gonna be great big shows in between all those years yeah. until Oshiaga comes. That, that's that's um, that's a lot of stress. You know, performing a lot in front of people and you gotta have to deal with that and create some tension and everything. But especially for the for the guitarists and the vocalists, because pe- people tend to focus on those two, like oh, they are the men, they are the, the guitarists and the vocalists are the the face of the band. Sometimes, how do you deal, Ben? How do you deal with behind the like let's say the vocalists, say the man that has to talk to the audience most, like most than the others? How do you deal with that kind of stress? Uh. Uh, hmm. <laughs> good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I just sort of fight through it, really. Mm-hmm. You know, like I kind of I get nervous. Yes. Pretty much every time, but I try to channel that. Like you can, nerves. It's energy. Mm-hmm. Like it's negative energy at the time, but you can channel that into like positive energy when you're on stage. And I think that's that's what I do. 
Do you guys have like any rituals that you do before getting on, on stage? Um, a ritual? Yeah. Any one of you? Like, what do you do, Ben? I sort of like rock back and forth like this. Okay. Yeah. We all tell each other let's have a good show. And yeah. We hit the stage. Our <laughs> ritual is setting up. You know what? It goes like a little, you play with your instruments and you go and meditate. Uh, well, I mean, well, we, well we, I warm up. For me, I just, I, just, I just sit and alone and I don't, I just sit by myself. Oh, like 10 yeah. minutes before the I like show, be, I just, yeah, I like it's actually, it's usually me and you that just, yeah, we're just, that's we're just sort of just like this. Just like. Because you're the, <laughs> yeah. then you're the one that feels the audience the most because in the front, so you can, if you know that they don't like it, you feel first. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to affect yeah. the, the other band's members. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get that control? Uh, you have to engage with the audience. Engage um, with the audience. Yeah, so like that can be done in like lots of different ways. Okay. Um, you have to sort of make eye contact. Yeah. And um, uh, with different people, and uh, you have to be expressive. Like you have to, you have to look like you give a damn. Yeah, you do have to. Give yeah, them. yeah, and like, like I do the same. I have to. Yeah. I have to. I care about those people that are watching. I care about you. Because <laughs> you, but yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> but if you're not, if you don't believe that you're making this incredible music, then the audience isn't going to believe it either. Yeah, you have to believe in what you sell. The performance. Like, in business. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to believe in what you do. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. acting, you know. Um, like especially like, it's like you guys perform in front of the audience. And I also do with podcasting, I have to perform yeah. in front of people. With yeah. less, sure, I'm nervous when I start, like I get, I stress a little bit, I have to remember my questions, and I have to remember there's people in, in that watching and listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. now, we can talk and we can talk, but there's also something that we have to give into them. You know? Yeah, yeah gonna... that's, that's what it's all about, really. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're there, like a... They're there for a reason to be entertained, right? Yeah, like, to entertain them. Yeah, so yeah, we gotta entertain them. And you guys do that good. I, I went to they say I went to all the shows, <laughs> this one except the one for the wedding. I don't know where the fuck was it came from. <laughs> well, who was who was getting married? It was uh, my friend Paul Burke. You know, he didn't like yeah. me. Didn't, oh man, it's true, eh? <laughs> it's true. So there was a show that you weren't there. I was, but it's okay. It's, uh, I don't know, and I I didn't know about it. So you didn't. It's uh, true. Eh? We didn't really. We didn't tell him. That we was what, in the beginning, beginning? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was the, the was beginning. The third show. You were calling the unfound, you were calling the only name. No, we were, no, we were it was yeah, the unfound. We were yeah. the unfound. Yeah. yeah. So I missed one show? Yeah. Oh. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I... I really, it's not archived. I was there to all the shows, I think, like, uh, I support them. All public shows. Yeah, public shows, yeah, not yeah. public shows. Yeah, even I think the they should, they're the only ones that count, really. Even yeah. the cottage, the one, the first one, I was yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you guys feel about your fans? I'm pretty sure you have fans from uh, everywhere on the world now. We love them. Yeah, yeah we love all our fans. We sure. And we're grateful. We're grateful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just having one person who like likes what we do. Like, I mean, that's literally something we we came up with it out of, out of the blue, right? It's so it for, makes us feel good for people to listen to it, enjoy it, and and engage and want more. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, like. <laughs> what it's all about and we appreciate you guys yeah 
always being there at the shows and like they're talking about me by the way I <laughs> <laughs> I was there we the have show. other fans Hugo it's not just you it's not just you yeah it is me and there's Carlos that's yeah. all that's the, only, that's the, only, the only two fans they have no. <laughs> you guys just hit the, a thousand K uh, a thousand fans uh, uh, likes on Facebook I mean yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty cool yeah yeah, we're happy about that, and we're feels fortunate. Good. Feels good, yeah. Mm. All right, man. Hey, Nicola, how long does the the podcast is running? Uh, an hour and a half, almost. An hour and a half. Are guys. you serious? <laughs> oh my god! This is the longest podcast. I my god, it's good. No, we're gonna put it all together, but it's okay, man. Put it all. Yeah, it's the first one that I did so far, like an hour and a half but it was a great conversation and before we finish the podcast like, because it's still not done sorry about that guys um, <laughs> I just want to ask you each one of you um, really where did you see Don Fun we talk about going to maybe Oshiaga we talk that's the band but I, I mean you guys what what's the on Fun for you what do you want to do with it where do you want to go with that let's I talk think about it. we should be the first band to ever play on the moon <laughs> oh my god, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's true, right? I think it's possible within our lifetimes. It's true, I, I think we should. I can, seriously? Um. <laughs> 40th reunion tour? Yeah, yeah. 40th, 40th anniversary tour. tour. That would be cool. We want to go the distance. No, 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 no. That would be cool. No, no, no. It was serious, man. <laughs> no, no, I actually want to do that. <laughs> well, someone's going to do it. So it might as well be us, right? Yeah. Someone's going to play in space. Someone's going to play in space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the International Space Station. Maybe Kiss is going to play in space. Maybe Who? Sida like Kiss. Kiss? Yeah. No, we'll, we'll do it. I'll, yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> they already have the, the money. So, how do you guys... Uh, so, getting back to the topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just want us to be able to keep making records and, and uh, you know, get more fans and get, you know, just... Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. You just want to continue to do what you do. I want to continue to make music and that yeah. be the thing in my life that I do, that, you know, because that's what, that's my passion. It's all of our passions, really. Yeah. I mean, Albert is a filmmaker as well, so, like, dual yeah. loyalties right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, for me, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, to make... I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all artists and we just want to, you know, we want that to be the thing that, our lives revolve around. Yes, yeah. you want to make, you want to live, but you want to make a living for this too. Right? You want to live off what you love. Yeah, yeah. You want, do you want to also play on the moon? Like you say, of course. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, man. Fuck the moon. Go, go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we already played at Guelph, so it's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah, Alberto, how do you? Well, I share a lot of what Ben said. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard not to say something different. I mean, we want to live off our music. We want to keep doing what we love doing keep making uh the music and being creative, being creative. uh we definitely want to we just uh keep pushing the envelope yeah like we want to play bigger shows grow our fan base connect yes. with more people yeah that's what it's all about yeah. Yeah. and uh, i'd say for me it's the same thing as both of them being being able to live off your music and being creative and but to refer to what you asked before about what the unfound means for us, yes. a lot of people have been asking why we're called the unfound. They sound, they're about to hear this. 
the Unpunt podcast. <laughs> it's not them. <laughs> <laughs> but what the name means, I I think we realized that like after we became the Unpunt <laughs> is because you'll see in the coming year that a lot of our singles however have a distinct sound to them. Yeah. Because we we find all our songs are very creative in their own way. Mm-hmm. We're that's what the unfound is. We're always finding a different sound. We're developing. We're yeah. So that's I think what for me and for the band what it means. The, the, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. It's about sort of being a, like adrift, like not yeah. quite anchored, yes. but like in a yeah, in a positive way, because <laughs> it means like lost. So you sort of lost. Yeah, they're unfunded. You also, like, I saw you actually. Without being too, like, bullshitty. Or lost. Or lost. I I saw you uh, on Instagram, so when you post, you you put the hashtag find us. Yeah. Like, something like, you guys, like, you mean you lost, but you find your way, something like that. Yeah, I think because we all are really. Well, we always get that thing, like, uh, whenever people see it's like, oh, we found them. Well, so we, we use that yeah, reverse, like, find us, hashtag find us. We're playing a show, find us. We're playing, uh, will this be up uh, before our October 28th show? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we're playing October 28th. Oh, no, 28th tomorrow? Oh, no, that's next October week. October 28th, next week. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of hard, man. Oh, come on. Well, if it's up, uh, we're playing October 28th, so hashtag find us. See, that's how we use it. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it won't be up there. Okay, well, uh, that's <laughs> our... Well, the, anyways, the, the, hashtag anyways. find us. Yeah. Anyways, the most, <laughs> the most important thing is to go and follow them on uh, on Facebook so you can see all the next upcoming events, even in 2025. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, maybe, people, maybe people are here right now to, in 2025. Yeah. Like, they want to see, okay, the Unplug. <laughs> right. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Matthew? Well, I see like playing more festivals, playing different cities. Like doing more tours. Mm. Another Ontario tour? Maybe further than Ontario. You're going know. back to where? People watching. Yeah, <laughs> All the people yeah absolutely. Well, Come we're back. coming back. <laughs> we're going back. Well, hey, hey, <clears throat> guys, thank you uh, for this for this podcast. You guys gave me like a challenge today because this is the first time I have like four people together. So I was a little bit stressed trying to get back to my topics, my my stuff. And you guys have a great energy together. So I just want to try to to fit in it. So yeah, thanks for the challenge, man. It was great. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Nicola, who was there Thank you. Thank all you. the time for Thank this, uh, the longest podcast <laughs> so far for the Road to the IPO. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it.